Welcome back to the Digital Dive, a conversation about tech. My name is Jacqueline, and I'm one of your hosts. My name is Darsh. I am your other host. And this week, we're going to be doing a full in-depth guide, kind of breaking down the differences and our personal opinions on Mac versus Windows. It's quite a heated debate. So we're super excited to get into it. And I also want to thank Blim, who gave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. He said, I found this podcast when Colin and Samir were on, but I stayed for Jacqueline and Darsh. They have great personalities, and listening to them makes me feel like I'm listening to my friends talking about technology. They always discuss interesting topics in informative and insightful ways. And while I've never liked the taste of coffee, their level of stoke for cold brew brings me joy. So I feel like we could not have gotten a better rating than that. So thank you so much, Blim. If anyone else wants to rate us, if you rate us five star on Apple Podcasts, we're going to be shouting out a different person every week to show our appreciation because that's like the number one thing that you can do to help us grow the show. Thank you guys so much. Let's get started. Roll the intro. I like can't get over how good that comment is. It was actually that was a that was a pretty sick uh, review. Honestly, like he he broke it, he broke it down in such a way that like made it seem so awesome. I was really appreciate it. Yeah, more clout than we deserve, but I feel like it hit on everything that's important to us, right? Like coffee, conversation about tech. Like we want it to be like friendship vibes, which is Absolutely. wild because what we're going to be talking about right now is not friendship vibes. Like Mac OS versus Windows gets a lot of people heated. People are on both sides of the aisle and. There's really no empathy for the other side. So I think that we should start it out, Darsh, by maybe talking about our own biases, like which one we tend to prefer, just to like kind of give that framing going in. No, absolutely. So, or, or should we reveal that at the end? What do you think is better? Uh, I think you'll be able to tell our biases as we speak. Okay, through it. Like, <laughs> Valid. So with regard to Mac versus Windows, personally, myself, I am a Mac user. I've been using Mac for literally almost my entire life at this point. Like even actually, funny enough, my like elementary school had like a Mac lab at one point. So like I was always in there. Like I just always really did prefer Mac OS, but mm. I am impartial when it comes to Windows in the sense that I like what Windows can do. And I, I do like all um, the business applications that it does have. It just, I've never had an actual reason to use Windows computer. Like if I'm not working in industry and I'm not working corporate, like most of the time you don't actually need Windows for a lot of things. So for just everyday computing, I use like a Mac. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So we have a similar story. I also used a Mac, but growing up, actually, the difference is I used Windows. So my school only had Windows computers and they were like very old Windows computers. And also my first like personal laptop was a Windows computer. And then I remember, I think I had a friend that got a Mac and it had, I remember at the time, my Windows computer for the trackpad had like right and left click, whereas the Mac was just like this one magic trackpad type style. And I saw it and I was like, ugh, Mac sucks. And then eventually I got a Mac. Obviously it's much more expensive. So I couldn't get one for like years. And then I think I got it for like my birthday one year. And then I never looked back. And the main reason is because I edit. So like my job as being a YouTuber, Final Cut Pro is like the software that I use to make everything happen. And so even if Windows is better in some ways, I'm tied to the Mac for that reason. But I do review Windows computers and I do appreciate it for certain things. I think it has like better feature sets and it does offer some advantages in certain categories. So we're going to break that down in the episode. But that's like our general, like we both use Mac OS on a daily basis. So we're a little bit like more lenient to that side for our particular use case. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 to clarify, like I don't mean like, like all my schools had Macs because for the most part, they didn't. It was just one school in elementary school had it. And then as I grew up, I was using different Macs throughout the course of my computing that's career. Sick. It actually was that's really sick. cool because that was my first, that was the first exposure I had to like iMovie. We actually had a, nice. um, a stop motion animation like project we had in like grade three or like grade two. And we all got like our own Mac to use to like edit on iMovie and like do it. It was really, really cool. 
and that kind of like i think sparked uh my love for video editing as a whole so that's awesome that's actually so cool so it's an it's an interesting experience but yeah like I, i've used windows like like through high school our high school did not have any macs now they do actually surprisingly enough but when i was there they did not and i i don't know why it was just always i always found myself drawn to mac but i it's for similar reasons i just found like from a video editing perspective i using like me using final cut pro it just became so much easier for me to just stay with mac and though like i did use premiere pro for a while like i did find that it was very complex for what i needed and i didn't need all of those, I guess, functionality with my editing software. So I, I just decided to stick with Final Cut and then that has kind of helped me within the ecosystem alongside the actual Apple ecosystem. Nice. Yeah. So do you think that if you weren't using Final Cut, you would switch or do you just like Mac OS like design better? Um, Honestly, I, I kind of like the new Windows 11 design like, quite a bit. It's just the Apple ecosystem at this point that has me trapped. Because I, I pay for like iCloud storage, for example, right? So all yeah. of my files are saved on iCloud, so are all my pictures. If I go to Windows, like what happens to all my pictures? Like I can't back up any of this stuff onto my computer. But also like I have Final Cut Pro and I have Logic and I have all these like pro editing softwares that are quite expensive. I don't want to necessarily lose these either. So it's, it's like I've already invested myself into the ecosystem. It's really hard to unravel it. But I think that I would keep two computers. Like I would keep like a desktop Mac and I would keep a laptop Windows. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, like I... I love the Windows, like the Surface laptops, like the Surface Book. I just think that it looks so clean and they often offer a lot of utility that macOS laptops don't have, which brings me to my first point, the first difference here. And that's that with Mac, you have to kind of get an expensive computer generally if you want macOS. Obviously you can get the Mac mini, but aside from that, like most of their laptops would start at like $1,000. Whereas Windows, since it's like an operating system that's licensed to a lot of different OEMs, you can get like a $200 Windows computer if you want it. And that means that the experience of Windows is worse, like if you average it, because like there are so many different computers and there aren't as many premium offerings in comparison to like, like the amount of people that use Windows on a premium computer versus a not premium computer. It's a very small subset of people that use it on a premium computer, but it does make it a more accessible software. So I think that most people in the world use Windows, which I was reading an article and they were saying that like, there's this rhetoric that Windows is like, more susceptible to malware and viruses, et cetera. And that may be true because Apple is more locked in, but also the amount of people that use Windows is just more people. So the hackers are more incentivized to create stuff for Windows. So it may not be like a software issue, like Microsoft didn't do a good job here, but it may just be like, there are more people working to make it more hacked. Well, that is actually a good point that you did bring up because I was reading a couple of articles uh, of different people transferring and moving from uh, Mac to Windows. And one of the articles I was reading about the the man who had actually switched had mentioned that when he was downloading like his piece, like different pieces of software and different um, like files and folders that he was bringing over from his older computer, he had it all online or whatever. The software that he was using to like download everything ended up putting an adware on his Chrome. And he had like, he, like, it was, this was like within the first day of him using windows. And he was like, Oh, I had like antivirus, like uh, the, what, what is it called? There's, there's McPhee. It was a McPhee uh, antivirus or something. It was something okay. like that. Yeah, something like that. And uh, he said like it didn't do anything. Like it, it didn't stop anything. It didn't prevent anything. And so I do think that that there are more hackers that are going to be going towards Windows just because there are, there's a bigger population of Windows users. But I also do think that Apple's security is very, very tight because there's only ever been like one or two pieces of malware that's actually ever made it through. That's true. And also it's because app um, Apple uses like the app store for most applications that you would download. And if you download something just from the web, they're like, hey, do you really want to do this? Like. And they also do their own like security check, right? Like they, every time you download True. an application, like they validate 
and um, secure the package themselves. So they're doing this like extra step that I feel like Windows doesn't necessarily have. But with that kind of True. being said, though, like I feel like we should kind of transition a bit into like the design elements and the features that um, do set these two apart. Also, just want to say, Darsh and I were gone for a month. This is our first episode back from the break. I missed it so much. So I'm so stoked that we're back. I'm very, very happy to be back. It's nice chatting with you again about tech. It's honestly been a while since we just sat down and talked about tech. So this is very, very exciting. I'm very happy to be yeah. back. We still, we still talked every week, guys, but we didn't record in a while. So this is great. Yeah. Talk about some design, some, uh, some, some, some design <laughs> interfaces, mm, UX, UI, continuing. Okay. Um, when it comes to, <laughs> sorry, I thought, I thought it sounded cool because I have like my headphones on, like the ASMR of it all. Sounded yeah, to everyone else, it's going to not sound like anything, but to you, it sounds like the crispiest of voice. To me, it's like, wow. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, when it comes to Macs, I find that Macs have a very similar design language to that of like iOS and many other Apple operating systems. So it's very clean and easy to navigate. It's very intuitive. Uh, and easy to understand. One of the things I did notice with Apple design is that it is a mixture of overlays, like transparent overlays and like halfway transparent overlays. And it's less just like solid, hard colors. A lot of things like to blend in and make it a very minimal kind of look and minimal style, which I do I do really like. The issue is that I've been tra trying to think about as I was doing this, like my, my prep work for this episode was I use Windows, so I use Mac on a daily basis. So everything Mac has is just kind of native to me. It's what I've noticed, like, like it's just what I'm used to at this point. So it's hard to pinpoint exact things about Mac in terms of this design language that set it apart. But for me, like the biggest thing is just minimalist aesthetic, as well as like the, the light, like opaque overlays for menu bars and uh, different designs, like des design elements like that. Totally. Yeah. So, and I also think with Mac OS, there's like that integration with iPhone. So like with the new Mac OS update that we're expecting soon, you can actually use your iPhone as a web camera, which is sick. You get the top down. We talked about this in our WWDC episode, but with Windows, some of the things that I like, for example, Sarah Dish, you made a video on this. If you like have a bunch of different windows open or applications open, I often do, and it's getting cluttered and you feel like you can't see what's going on. If you just shake one of the, like the main app that you're on, everything else will disappear, which I would love Mac OS to have. That's just like such a small feature that actually just improves the quality of using the system. Not only just that too, that there's also like multitasking features that windows really just is superior for. Like windows okay. has, they have like snap groups for quick and easy multitasking. So effectively, you can just like move it to like the left, move like a window to the left side of the screen, it'll just snap in. And then you have like the right side and you can choose between which window you want to use for the other side of the screen. Whereas Apple, you still have to go to the control center, like you have to go to the uh, command center, sorry. And you have to move two different windows like on top of each other to create that or go to the green icon and then click like left side then go to the other one, click right side. So there's like, it just, it takes out those extra steps. It makes it a lot easier to start multitasking rather than having to set it all up first. Totally. Yeah. And the other thing that I love about it is like, if you're exporting a video in Premiere, it will show you actually the progress of that export on the bottom, like on the application in the deck, which is really cool. That's interesting. Yeah. That's actually really interesting. It's stuff like that, like those small little design elements that are very interesting and that do set it apart. But with Windows as well, though, there are the offside of that. There is the opposite where there are like certain applications like the, uh, I believe it's a disk management system on Windows it isn't necessarily the most up-to-date in terms of design language. They, it does look a little bit dated, looks closer to something like Windows 7 in terms of its design. So I, I would say that looking at some of the applications of Windows, it's not as refined as you would find on, on Mac OS. Like Mac OS is a very refined OS in the sense that everything, like there's nothing that's kind of dated or seems that it shouldn't be there. Everything just seems like it fits. Totally. Yeah. And it's very cohesive too. Like sometimes with Windows, it feels different 
things were designed by different people and obviously they were, but on Mac OS, obviously they also were, but it feels like one person did it. They have a very specific branding guide. Yeah, their branding guide keeps everything very uniform, which I do appreciate. And it's not even only just like in the like Mac OS system too, like Mac OS, iPad OS, iOS, and Watch OS all use a very similar design language. And every year, whenever they change the design language one, they update the rest of them to kind of fit the overall aesthetic. So it's like this sense of continuity between all of their devices. Whereas with Windows, like you could have a Surface and it'll look one way, but then you're going to have like the Microsoft Duo and it's going to be running Android, but it's going to have a skin on it, but it's not going to look like Windows, but it's not going to look like Android. It's going to look like this weird in-between software. <laughs> it's like this hybrid baby of just OS. Um, but it, it does make a big difference here when it comes down to actually looking at the design language of it all. Like it does make a difference in the overall experience, in my opinion. I like that refined taste, but that also could be because like as Jacqueline was mentioning before, Macs are a very expensive laptop. And if you're going to buy a very expensive laptop, I'd expect the best, best and most refined OS on it. Whereas when it comes to uh, Windows, it's not necessarily the same. It's it's not as refined, but it is still very good. And when you're buying an expensive Windows computer, it's the same kind of logic applies to me, which is why I never really fully did the switch in that respect. Totally. Yeah. And I think like some of the pros of Mac are like, if you're already familiar with Mac OS and it just feels intuitive or any Apple OS and it's kind of like user friendly too. Like I think sometimes like I've definitely helped family members with Windows and they're much more confused about how things are going. It's a little bit better now with um, their newer updates. And then I think some of the cons with Mac OS are that obviously they're higher price, we said, but it's also uncommon for an application to be available on Windows, but not on Mac. Like Windows just has more commonly used applications because they're obviously a much bigger operating system and user base. So it's kind of the inverse of like iOS and Android. Like most of the time you can get an application on iOS and it won't be on Android. But for here, a lot of the times it's available on Windows and not Mac. Also, what I really like about Windows is that there are multiple form factors that work with it. So you can have like a Windows computer that has touch screens, for example. And so the hardware can kind of work for you versus Apple. You're kind of just stuck with one standard type of hardware, that traditional laptop feel. If you want a touchscreen, you have to do iPadOS. But obviously some of the cons are like some of the major softwares have to be bought separately, like the Office Suite. The system can be slow to the point of like needing a reboot often. Um, Like I have found that the computer needs to be rebooted more often than my Mac computer. Technical support is much worse, honestly, on Windows than it is on Mac. Like anytime I have a problem on my computer with Mac, I just do Apple support. I share my screen with them. It's quick. It's easy. I trust them. Um, with Windows, I think it's like much harder to find a person that's like competent and helpful and available because there are a lot more people that need support. And then also, I think with Windows, there's just like this idea with Windows that it's like depending on what company you work in, like most people are on Mac. And so like for things like AirDrop or other software, it's harder to be part of your works ecosystem if everyone's on Mac and you're on Windows. And actually the same thing, if everyone's on Windows and you're on Mac, like Microsoft Word, things like that, it's just more annoying to work with. Yeah, like having those native apps where like Microsoft has full control over letting you use their ecosystem. When you are working in a corporate setting, for the most part, a lot of offices will actually give you a Windows computer because they'll be like, okay, like you need to use Windows for these softwares. So there are certain softwares that are kind of set towards or set on just Windows or just Mac. Like you can't get Final Cut on Windows, but you can't get certain applications and games on like Macs. There are a lot more corporate softwares and more, I don't know how to say it. It's not necessarily advanced softwares, but there are like different industry softwares that are designed specifically for Windows because their entire office space is using um, a Windows infrastructure or a Windows ecosystem. And I think that kind of leads me to like my next and 
probably the last point that I, I will bring up that I at least want to talk about, and that was ecosystem. Because I feel like the biggest advantage that Mac has over Windows in my eyes is literally just the ecosystem. The operating systems both work extremely well, and they're very good for what pretty much to fit the bill for most people. I think that if you're in corporate, you can definitely be using a Mac, but also if you're in if you're in corporate, Windows is definitely a way to go as well. Like you can kind of maneuver it and make it work in both respects. And on top of all of that too, like Macs also have the opportunity to install Windows on it do via bootcamp or something like Parallels, a virtual machine. So if you ever did want to install it, I've done Parallels like quite a few times actually. Really? Yeah, I used okay. to do virtual machines quite a bit. The only thing with, with a virtual machine is that it's effectively using all of your computer's resources at once. So you're using, so you're splitting up your hard drive, but not only just your hard drive, you're also going to split up your RAM, processing power, and so on. So when you're in like a window, like in Parallels, for example, a virtual machine, it looks like an app. It's like you open the, like the app opens and you're running Windows now, but it's using half of the resources on your, on your computer. So your computer is going to slow down. Bootcamp, on the other hand, is probably a better choice if you want to actually install Windows on your computer because it'll just use everything on your computer. I don't know how Bootcamp will work now that we have um, M1 and M2 Silicon from Apple because it's not Intel anymore. So I feel like the conversion might be a little bit different, but I could be mistaken from everything I know. They haven't changed that yet or said that it's not going to happen yet. Yeah, that's actually like a really interesting point. I think the last thing that we should mention here is gaming because I feel like that's a big thing that gets mentioned in this debate. Yeah. You're a better gamer than I am, so you'd be more insightful on this topic. Okay, for sure. Well, the thing with with the gaming side of things is like this. It's there are more platforms available on Windows to game on, but also on top of that like a lot of these games require a lot a lot of computing power and not to say that Macs aren't compute like very computing heavy, they aren't very gaming he- heavy. Like the laptops aren't meant for gaming. If you want to game, like sure, get an iMac or get something more like more powerful for that, and it'll do great. But Windows has a bigger ecosystem and a more and like a more advanced library for games. Um, just across every single other platform, like you can get Steam on your on your Windows computer, and you're actually able to run the games properly. I've downloaded Steam on my Mac a couple of times, and like honestly, I can't even run something like Fortnite. So it it does become a little challenging if you are a gamer. Mm. If you want yes. to be on Mac, but if you aren't a gamer and that's, that's something there, like then a Mac could be used, a Mac or Windows could be used for pretty much anything that you need. So our final verdict here, and honestly, I feel like we could even do a second episode, like maybe involving the community. Like if any digital dive listeners wanted to come on and give their take, I think that'd be fun. That'd be a really fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like both operating systems right now are at a point where they're both really great. So it really comes down to a preferencing. If you are more into gaming and more into like an open interface, then I think Windows is a great option. But if you're more into the ecosystem or use Final Cut or Logic or any of like this professional applications and you just want something that works and is premium experience every time, then I would say macOS is the one. Honestly, I'm pretty aligned with that. I think that Windows is great for pretty much anything you need to do. I just have my gripes with its design in terms of like just small little slip ups overall. Like if I'm going to buy a Windows computer, I want to buy a really good one, a really nice one. And at the end of the day, if I buy something that's, let's say a thousand, two thousand $2,000 for a computer and I sit down and I use it and it doesn't look like it's worth $2,000, I'd feel pretty trash for myself. So uh, when it comes to Mac, I do tend to stick with it. Also, I'm just really ingrained in the Apple ecosystem. I will not shy away from admitting that. Um, I'm definitely a little bit of an Apple nut. So I, I do have my day in both, but I think that Mac is the way that I will sit for now. I think that my Mac is definitely something I like this week. And I think this is a perfect transition time to just talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we did like this week. And if you're new here, it's part of the podcast where Jack and I sit down and talk about some stuff in media and pop culture that we really appreciated and liked that week. With that being said, Jacqueline, I will hand it off to you if you want to give us your first stuff you like this week. Ooh, okay. Oh my God. I'm actually so excited because it's perfect timing. Sabrina Carpenter just came out with a new album. 
It's so good. Highly, highly, highly recommend. My favorite song on it is either Because I Liked a Boy or Tornado Warnings. It's kind of a response to like the pop culture media frenzy that took place last year where she was kind of like thrown under the bus and everyone was like mm. way too involved in like the personal life of a bunch of teenagers. But it's like an excellent album and I, the production on it's so good. And she also just has like a really like good vocal range. So I'd highly recommend. All right. That's a, that's a really good one. My first one is going to actually be Thor Love and Thunder. Ooh. I saw it a couple of weeks ago and honestly, like it wasn't the best thing. Like, it wasn't like the greatest Marvel movie of all time. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely was pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I, th- I was entertained. It was a funnier movie, a lot more lighthearted, but also very different than what I expected from Marvel at this generation. So it was cool. I'd highly recommend it if you're a Marvel fan, just go check it out. It's pretty much, I'd say it's worth it. That's a great one. All right. My last recommendation for this week, Alexander 23 came out with a new album. He's the guy that produced a lot of stuff with Olivia Rodrigo and Dan. And the album is really great. Darcy would probably like it. There are a lot of sad songs on it. If you Ooh, want to be in like the spe- vibes. Speaking my language. <laughs> so I'd recommend. Yeah. There's a song called Somebody's Nobody, which is like the single track on it. And it's really good. So that's my last one for this week. All right. That's a great one. My last one for this week is actually going to be a YouTuber. Uh, Jack, mm. I don't know if you know him uh, or if you've heard of him. He's part of the Nelk Boys. Steve will do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to give him a quick shout out on the podcast just because I like I haven't been on YouTube in a while and I kind of went back and went on a little bit of a binge of his channel. And I think that what he does is so unique in the sense that it's like Mr. Beast where it's philanthropy, but it's like it's in a more casual, chill way, less structured. It's more like, oh, shoot, like you don't have a lot of money. Like you're going through a hard time right now. Here, like, let me just buy your car for you. Like, okay, yeah, oh, wow. you're, you're sitting here having trouble getting a loan. Yeah, sure. I'll just give you the money out front to keep it. Like, I don't care. Like, he has this, like, this, like, very nonchalant attitude about money and about, like, just helping people. And you can tell it genuinely does make him happy. He may be a bit of a quirky individual and doing uh, very quirky things, but he does, like, he does what he does because he loves it. And he really does try to take care of the people around him and take care of the people that he meets. Like, I've seen multiple videos where he's just, like, shown up at, like, a car dealership and bought, like, everyone their, their own car. Like, he's... Took, that's wild he was he talked to like a family who was having trouble with like rent he set them up in a hotel so he set them up in an apartment for the next year all paid for and gave him like 60 grand and spending money and was like yo like here like just, just until you get back on your feet let me know if you need anything else like just things like that like he's actually tailoring what he's doing based on the person and what they need rather than just trying to like host a game show where they could win money like mr beast mm. I, I feel like it's it's very it's very um, heartwarming and I just really appreciate it. I think he's doing great. Yeah, it's like wholesome vibes. I very, love that. Very wholesome vibes with not wholesome content. It's it's the weirdest mix, but like I mm. I think it kind of works. I love that. Wait, I'm going to have to check it out. I haven't seen any of his content, but I've heard of him. So I'm going to check him out now. All right. We are so excited to be back from this break. Another episode, Monday, 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern. Thank you so much to Adil Constantine for our excellent intro-outro music. We've changed the format a little bit in this episode, shorter, faster-paced, etc. So let us know on Twitter at Digital Dive Pod if you enjoy it. Darsh, just so happy to be back with you. And Darsh actually came up with the topic for this episode, and I think it was killer. So definitely let us know on Twitter as well if you're a fan. Yeah, let us know how you guys like the episode, guys. Make sure to drop a review, as always. If you guys want to be featured at the beginning of the episodes, we're going to give shout-outs to, to different reviews that we see over the next coming weeks. So definitely make sure to drop one. And we will see you guys next week on Monday at 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern. Catch you guys then. Bye.